Hi, this is Rabbi Ari Spiegler with the Beach Wakila Sharon Bitfila podcast. We continue in our discussion of Rina, the fifth language form or expression of Tfilah. Rina, we said, is a Tfilah of Shevach, of praise to Hashem. We're now in Od Gimel, the third part of our discussion on the Tfilah of Rina. We've been discussing how Emunah, faith, is so fundamental to Tfilah. It's one of the necessary and critical ingredients of a Tfilah. But Rav Pinkus has developed that Emunah doesn't mean just to believe that Hashem is there, that Hashem is present, that Hashem is creator, but it's also or more importantly, it is the belief that Hashem can do anything. He can solve all of our problems, even in ways that we can't possibly imagine. And that should bring us a certain element of simcha, it should give us a certain feeling of joy and of happiness. Repinkis here continues. He says, You'll see sometimes that this happens. Even by a person who believes that Hashem listens to his own tefilot. When something happens to this person, this believer, believer that Hashem listens to what he has to say, something terrible should happen to him. He he spills before Hashem his you know very bitter feelings and uh, he discusses what's going on uh, before his creator. And they do so in the very same way they would do uh, in front of a close friend of theirs, a family member, someone that they love. As the Gemara Masacha Yoma, the Sandaf Ayin Hei, appears in a few other places as well, that if a person has worry in their heart, so they should share it with other people. So that's exactly what this person does. He believes that Hashem listens to his tefillot, and therefore he cries out to Hashem. And he says, Master of the world, she says, oh, wow, how bitter it is for me, how difficult it is for me. Uh, you know, I've reached the point of yeyush, of despair. There is no solution to my problem. And this is how he spills out his heart before his creator, out of a feeling of pain, out of a feeling of distress, of suffering, and yeyush, of despair. He says, you know, if we just look at this very uh, simply, so this looks like a beautiful tefillah. We've talked about already many different forms and expressions of tefillah, crying out to Hashem in a time of need. Sometimes it's just a regular cry out to Hashem in need. Sometimes it's hysterical. Sometimes it's without words, right? We've talked about all these different possibilities, and we've said that, wow, this is such a high-level form of tefillah, right? It, it, look how connected this person is to their creator. Says but in truth, but there's a little bit of a concern of heresy in such a tefillah. How could it be? We talked about all these tefillot in a time of need. What is this person doing that's wrong? Because he's standing before his creator, and he declares, and he says, Hashem, there's no solution to this problem. But if he truly believed in Hashem, not just, I believe that Hashem is there, I believe that Hashem listens to my tefillot, but emunah, as Rupinkas is trying to define it right now, not the self-evident emunah, that, you know, I can open up my eyes and I can open up my ears and see that there's a creator. That's how Rupinkas understood it. Right? He says, more than that, the emunah in Hashem, if I truly appreciate if this person truly appreciated the great capabilities, the great abilities of Hashem and the, the immense chesed, kindness that he has for each and every person, he would be required, he would need to, while he was standing before Hashem and speaking for him, should have realized, well, hold on one second. How could I say that there's no pizaron, there's no uh, solution to my problem? I'm talking to the person who has within his ability 
to solve every single problem, to make everything right, to fix every issue that there is. And of course, he has a solution for me as well. So Rapinka says we have to think about it. When we cry out to Hashem in a time of need, and we've talked about these different forms and expressions where I do that, we've talked about how powerful they can be, I, ha- I have to make sure that I realize that it's within Hashem's ability to offer a solution to this problem. Multiple solutions. Solutions that I can see, solutions that I can't see. Right? And if I don't have that in mind, so he says there's a chashash of apikorsut and kvira. There's a concern that maybe there's heresy, a tinge of heresy in there because I don't recognize, I don't realize, at least not at the moment, that Hashem can provide me with those solutions. Obviously, if I'm crying out to Hashem to give me one of those solutions, that's great and that's wonderful and that's powerful. But if I really reach the point of Yehush, of despair, and I really think, Hashem, there's no solution, then there's going to be a big, big problem. That's Echisaron, that's a lack of Emunah. Without that Emunah, I'm not going to have Simcha, and I can't have the proper praise of Hashem, and these Tfilot, unfortunately, are not going to be very powerful.